Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Get in tune with the sun, moon, and stars. This is Astrology with Yasmin. How are you doing? Hope you're really well. It's Yasmin Boland here, ready for another week of talking about astrology and moonology. So how are you doing? It is the 1st of February, and uh, as such, we will be having a look at the astrology for the month ahead. I will also be taking your calls uh, so if you have a question, please give me a call. I'll give you the number. We've actually already got some people on the line. Uh, but the number is, if I can just find it here, uh, I believe it's, oh, my goodness, I've, where is it? Here it is. I don't want to get it wrong. Yes, 816-251-3555, 816-251-3555. That is calling from the United States of America, I'm afraid. Uh, I don't have a cheap and easy number for you to call from if you are elsewhere. But if you are in the States, you can call me on 816-251-3555. So um, for those of you who do know me, I'm also broadcasting this show on Facebook. So you can watch it there and call in and listen to the whole show on Unity onlineradio.org. Um, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Yasmin Boland. I'm an astrologer. I'm a moonologer and I'm very happy to say I'm the best-selling Hay House, Hay, uh, Hay House author of books including Moonology, The Moonology Diary and The Mercury Retrograde Book amongst others. So what we do every week on this show is we talk about the astrology of the week and we talk about the astrology of the month when it's the first of the month like it is today and we talk to each other on the phone. So there you go. So let's get uh, one little bit of information out of the way and that is the fact that as we go into February, the planet Mercury is retrograde, going backwards. So uh, if you are someone who is interested in Mercury retrograde and you like to keep abreast of when Mercury is going backwards, well, that time is now. And what I thought I might do is I'm draw a card uh, for Mercury retrograde, what we all need to know. This Mercury retrograde, I've got my lovely moonology cards here and I've chosen a card randomly shuffled it which if you're on Facebook you can see and if you're listening to me on unityonlineradio.org you will just have to trust me Ooh, okay so interesting the card for um, Mercury retrograde for all of us anyone who's listening on the live or the rebroadcast is the full moon in Leo don't let pride get in your way 
Now that's interesting because, well, it's interesting for a few reasons. One of which is the fact that Mercury is going to be going backwards in the sign of Aquarius. And uh, um, guess what else is happening in Aquarius right now? Uh, Jupiter and Saturn are going backwards. Sorry, I've got to be a bit distracted because I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you what just happened. I'm broadcasting this on my phone on Facebook and I just got a WhatsApp message because they come through and I just saw a message from a friend of mine who I was going to see tonight at the gate because we're all in lockdown, but we were going to swap Christmas presents because it's now February the 1st and we still haven't given our Christmas presents and we were going to just kind of chat from the front door to the gate. She's just WhatsApp me to say her daughter has COVID. My goodness. Blimey. Okay, anyway, getting back to Mercury retrograde. Don't let pride, can I just say the child, Remy, is about, 13 and I'm sure she'll be fine please God touch wood so you know I'm not too worried but still it's kind of a bit surprising when things like that come through so the message for Mercury retrograde don't let pride get in your way so have you been letting your pride become an obstacle is this uh are you coming from your ego or your heart Leo which is this card it's the full moon in Leo is all about the heart um this card may have come to you because you need to end a deadlock that's developed. More love and thoughts for the greater good of the solution to your dilemma. Um, if you're not doing as you would be done by, it's time to change that. So that's actually quite useful because Mercury retrograde, as you may or may not know, is a time to really rethink, revisit, revise, redo, reconsider. And, you know, this card that we've got, is kind of encouraging us to make sure to rethink if we're coming from our heart or our ego, our heart or our head. And that's a kind of a really good thing to, to sort of think about. And, um, you know, Aquarius is very much um, a sign which is all about being emotionally detached. Wherever we have um, Aquarius in our chart, we're able to kind of be logical rather than, you know, being emotional. And, and while being emotional obviously has its place, sometimes we need to be really logical as well. And so Mercury going backwards, um, in this in the sign of Aquarius it's almost like the time to think okay am I being too emotional am I not being emotional enough do I need to get a better balance between what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking and all that so that's kind of interesting the other thing that is interesting in terms of um Mercury going backwards in the sign of Aquarius is that because as you will remember a few months back now I think it was November might have been December, I'm pretty sure it was November, we had the planet Jupiter, the planet of good luck, Jupiter, changing signs and moving from Capricorn into Aquarius. And the next day we actually had uh, the planet of hard work and hard lessons, uh, Saturn changing signs and also moving from Capricorn into the sign of Aquarius. And that was a really big deal because as you will recall, I'm sure, the, uh, these two planets, which are really big, slow-moving planets, so they don't they don't do much. These planets, they're not like, say, Mercury, which just zips around the skies, you know, very fast and meets lots of other planets along the way all the time. These are very slow-moving planets with a kind of a gravitas. 
about them. And so when they actually do something, it's kind of astrologically headline news. And in fact, this was all, you know, magnified by the fact that when they met, because they moved into Aquarius and then they did what we call conjoined, uh, when they met in Aquarius, when they conjoined just in the, I think it was at zero degrees of Aquarius, um, they actually were closer. They hadn't conjoined that closely, so to speak, uh, for I believe it was 800 years, 800 years. And uh, it was also a big thing because they were moving back into um, air signs and they hadn't conjoined in Aquarius and it was a big, big deal. Anyway, I'm sure you remember. And if you don't, it doesn't matter. Just know that Jupiter and Saturn are now in Aquarius. And that's a really big thing because it means wherever you have Aquarius in your chart is where there's a lot of action going on. And uh, if you have my fantastic Moonology diary, which, as I like to say, is now sold out, yay! Um, if you're lucky, you might pick up a copy with an inflated price on uh, Amazon, I'm sorry to say, is now the only way to get it. But just a little trick for anyone who has my diary, if you want to know where Aquarius is in your chart, just look for the new moon or the full moon in Aquarius in the diary, okay? The new or the full moon in Aquarius. And then look at the houses, what this lunation means for you. And whatever house is there will be the same for the new moon and the full moon. That's the house that has Aquarius in your chart, okay? And then you just go back to page 10 and you read about the houses and you can work it out. But I'm going to tell you where it is, but that's just sort of for future information if ever you're kind of wondering, oh, I wonder where Gemini is for me. Just look and see where's Gem where's the Gemini new moon, which house, which lunate, what, what this lunation means to me. That will tell you where Gemini is in your chart. So this is where, I'm going to tell you now, this is where you have lucky Jupiter, Sirius Saturn and Mercury retrograde in your chart. And just before I tell you that, I'm going to tell you, if you know your rising sign, listen to that. Listen to that. Now, why? Because when you go and see an astrologer and they tell you what's going on, they don't just tell you based on your star sign, which, you know, has a certain impact for sure. Like there's no doubt that your star sign works for horoscopes and so on. But when you go and get a proper one-on-one -on -one astrological reading with a professional astrologer, they will actually look at your time, date and place of birth. And using those three coordinates, they will create your chart, okay? And your rising sign, which is the sign that was coming over the eastern horizon at the moment that you popped out of your mother, because we all did that, the moment you came out of your mum, wherever you were on the planet, it was the sign that was coming up over the eastern horizon at the moment of your birth. And if you were born in, you know, Adelaide, Australia, or you were born in LA, California, or you were born in Paris, France, it will be a different rising sign. Now, why? excuse me, why is this important? It's important because that actually dictates how all the signs and all the houses unfold in your chart. Now, more about this another day, but just know that to get the most out of what I'm about to tell you, if you know your rising sign, listen to that. And I know it feels weird because you've spent your life thinking I'm a Cancerian or I'm a Leo or I'm a Virgo. 
you still are but when you listen to things like this which are more or less predictions you know listen to your rising sign because that is the information that you would get if i if we were having a one-on-one -on -one personal private consultation and i was telling you where mercury retrograde and jupiter and saturn are i would tell you based on your rising sign because that's how you do astrology okay so are you ready to find out where you are about to get lucky in the next year where you are going to have to put in a lot of hard work and where there might be a bit of confusion in the coming months okay so if you are Aries or Aries rising, now I'm saying Aries or Aries rising because some people just don't know their rising sign and they don't want to find out. If you want to find out, you can find out on the internet in 2.5 nanoseconds. Um, I, I offer a free chart at moonmessages.com forward slash free chart, moonmessages.com forward slash free chart, okay? But just I'll say the sign and the rising sign, but listen to your rising sign if you know it. So if you are Aries or Aries rising, then all this is taking place for you in your 11th house, okay? And your 11th house is basically to do with friends and wishes. So having Mercury retrograde in particular, let's talk about that because that's kind of like more topical given that it's going retrograde. It went retrograde yesterday. Um, it basically means it's going to be a chance to see old friends, which would be absolutely wonderful for those of us in lockdown. I don't know about you in the States. I know most of Australia's out of lockdown apart from WA. I think they're in a five-day lockdown because one person had coronavirus and they've locked down the whole state, which is how they do it in Australia, which is why they're doing so much better than us in the UK. We're in lockdown. I think we've got three, three months of lockdown to, to look forward to apparently. But anyway, that's another story. If you're lucky enough to be in one of the countries where you can see old friends, uh, that's great if your Aries are Aries rising. I've digressed a bit, haven't I? I'll keep going. But basically for Aries and Aries rising, it's a chance to reconnect with old friends. It might be that you reconnect on the internet, especially because it's Aquarius and Aquarius is associated with technology. Um, or it could be a chance to rethink your wishes. That's another thing for Aries or Aries rising. For Taurus or Taurus rising, it's taking place in your 10th house. Now, this can be a really good thing because... Um, it can be about going back to an old job. It can be reconnecting with an old boss. It's all about career and ambitions. Can be mayhem in your career because there's going to be, uh, you know, a certain amount of confusion because Mercury retrograde brings confusion. But overall, look at it as a positive and expect that you're going to get some good second chances at work. If you are Gemini or Gemini rising, it's taking place in your ninth house, which is travel and study. Now, Again, because we're all in lockdown, there's a very good chance that uh, many of us can't travel. But if you're lucky enough to be able to travel, it's a good time to go back to somewhere that you used to go. If you can't travel, it's a really good time to take up a course of study that you um, haven't were thinking of going back to. And uh, if you're one of those people who buys courses on the Internet and then doesn't do them, and you happen to be Gemini or Gemini rising, great time to go and go, OK, what are all these courses I've been buying? I should do them. If you are a moon child, as I like to call it, Cancerian, a moon child or a moon child rising, then for you it's taking place in your eighth house. Now, eighth, the eighth house is to do with sex and money, where your money is involved with someone else's. So it could be a good time to get some money from someone that is, has been a long time coming. And it could be a good time to uh, re, uh, rethink your sex life um, if it needs rethinking. Leo or Leo rising, it's your love zone. 
okay? So for you guys, it's very much a chance where there could be an old lover coming back. Maybe it's a chance to get closure. Maybe it's a chance for reconciliation. Uh, but definitely um, it's going to be a possible, you know, someone that you used to love from the past coming back. It can also be an enemy, so watch out for that. Virgo or Virgo rising, it's your sixth house. Now, the sixth house is daily work and health routines. So for you guys, really the best thing you can do is be rejigging, rethinking, revamping your daily work and health routines. And that actually suits you, Virgo, because Virgo are all about routines. So get your get your um your uh routines back in order if you are libra or libra rising it's taking place for you in your fifth house of romance so again a bit like the uh, leos kind of get maybe some second chances in love maybe a relationship which went south a while ago might get a second chance maybe someone's going to get in touch with you can be for closure can be for a second chance so see how you go but definitely some second chances to do with romance creativity a creative project you're working on and all to do with kids your own or someone else's some second chances there if you are scorpio or scorpio rising it's taking place for you in your fourth house and your fourth house is all about home and family home and family so second chances for scorpios and Scorpio rising people to do with home and family. It's a good time to move, to decide to move, to re-move, move again, you know, this kind of thing. If you were interested in a house and you didn't get it, it might come back now, that kind of stuff. Sagittarius, third house. Now, if you're Sagittarius or Sagittarius rising, I'm afraid to say you've actually got one of the most potentially tricky um, Mercury retrogrades because it's, Basically, the planet of communications is going backwards in your communication zone. So you are possibly, arguably, most subject to the possibility of mental mental mayhem and chaos. So you have to kind of, on the one hand, it's a great way to change the way you're thinking. If you've been negative, if you've been, uh, you know, you've been getting into a depression, so it might be a good time to go and speak to someone about it. Um, but you also need to be aware that it can be a time of giving and getting mixed messages. So you need to sort of double cross all your T's and double dot all your I's. If you are um, Capricorn or Capricorn rising, it's taking place in your second house. Now, for you guys, one of your challenges in the next couple of years is to really work on your self-esteem, if you're, especially if you're Capricorn rising, but even if you're Capricorn. And uh, this is a really good time for you to rethink how much am I, how well am I loving myself? Am I, you know, am I giving, am I, is my self-esteem strong? You know, and uh, just really think, you know, do I really need to work on my self-esteem? Now, if you're Aquarius or Aquarius rising, then obviously it's pretty much your entire life. Your whole life is up for a redo. So what do you want to redo in your life? And last sign, Pisces, it's in your 12th house, which is actually a really good opportunity for you to work again on your um, spiritual side, you know. Get back in touch with your spiritual side. And I'm just going to tell you, this is my book, Mercury Retrograde, if you're looking on Facebook. If you're just listening on the radio, it's a black book with gold writing that says the Mercury Retrograde book. And uh, it's an Amazon bestseller. I co-authored it with a, an astrologer called Kim Farnell a couple of years ago. And if you buy it from mercuryretrogradebook.com, you will get a whole stack of bonuses. 
which will help you understand Mercury retrograde better. So there you go. All right, so um, let's have a look. We have so many people on the line. Thank you for all calling in. And uh, let's go to the... Let's go to the lines. Let us go to, I'm going to go to a state that I haven't picked lately. Okay, let's go to line seven where we have Patty. Patty who was born in uh, Kansas. Is that right? Yes, it is. Hello, Patty. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Yasmin. Thank you. So I'm going to do your chart now as we chat, but tell me what's going on. Oh, you know, I've had so many changes in my life recently. I've moved out to the country area side and trying to work with herbs and the nature spirits. Oh, nice. And what happened there? I'm sorry, what? Did that work? You're saying I was trying as though it didn't work. Did it work out? Oh, yes. Well, it's winter time, so it's slow. Okay. I was just All trying. right. Yeah. I'm a massage okay. therapist and uh, starting a new business down here. Right. So what would you like to know about today, Miss Patty? I would like a general reading, just kind of an overall view. I know Uranus is close to my ascendant, and um, I was wanting to know how that affects me with the Mars. With the what, sorry? Uh, Mars being in Taurus. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. So basically, Patty, um, Uranus has crossed your ascendant. Okay. So you are through that whole uh, Uranus on your ascendant thing. Um, hang on. So yeah, you're through that whole Uranus thing. Um, you won't have Uranus mm -hmm. back on your ascendant for another 84 years. Okay, so um, okay. you're through that. Uh, yeah. But Uranus is now headed for your sun, S-U-N. So, you know, effectively what's happening is you're in a time of change and, you know, you're saying you moved you moved house. Did you Where did you move to and from? I moved from Kansas City out to Baldwin, Kansas, which is uh... – farming community right okay and do you feel like this was the right move yes I do okay because the thing is with um the thing is with uh Uranus on your ascendant it can be a time where you just make a radical change all of a sudden but it can be a time where you kind of make a radical change and then later you go oh my god what have I done but if you're thinking you've done the right thing then that's great you don't have to worry it's not going to be like that um, but, yeah, uh -huh. basically, you know, you, you have to kind of stay really um, focused at the moment and really grounded. It's good that you're in the countryside because you can take your – I don't know if it's probably snowing there at the moment, but as soon as it's warm enough, take your shoes off, go for a walk, get really grounded, get in touch with nature, which is what you're doing. It's kind of the best thing you can do when you've got all this crazy Uranus energy in your uh, – all this crazy Uranus energy in your chart at the moment. Um, but also oh. the other thing that's going on for you is you've got all those, because you're Taurus rising, 
you've got all that energy in your 10th house. So it is actually a really good time for you to be starting this new sort of career, um, you know, career direction, you know. But let me just okay. say the way you the way you said that to me about um, I was trying Fine. to grow herbs. You could rephrase that to I'm starting a business growing herbs or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like just put it oh, in a slightly yeah. more positive way. Okay. Because yeah, the way you said it to work. me, it almost sounded like you were going to do that and you changed your mind or it didn't work. <laughs> I did hesitate. You're right. And I am hesitating with it. Um, right. So I just need well, to go for it. Okay, because the thing is as well, Patty, is that the um, the next new moon in February is going to be taking place on in your 10th house, which is your career, conjunct uh -huh. Chiron, which is the wounded healer. And uh, wow. it, so it's a really, really good time for you to be working as a healer, whether it's with herbs or however you want to do it. But it's like it's a really good restart for you. So on February the 11th, um, at about 10.30 a.m. Uh, CST, you should be doing a little uh, ceremony about being a healer. And, uh, oh. yeah. Okay. okay. That makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. All right. Right, right, right. So there you go. Oh. All right. So anything else I can help Thank you with? You we so actually much. have to go to a break. But if there's anything else now, oh, I know. Why don't I give you a card? Oh, thank you. Yes. Okay. Here's a quick card. I think it's this one, actually. Oh, okay. Interesting, Patty. Your card is the full moon in Virgo card, which says you are good enough. Okay. So <laughs> if any of that hesitation about, oh, I was going to kind of try and maybe work with herbs is coming from a space of I'm not good enough, this is basically uh -huh. the universe saying to you, you are good enough. I mean, literally saying to you, you are good enough. So, you know. Yes. Oh, that is perfect. <laughs> yeah. So take that okay. as a message from the universe. There's a reason why you called in today and there's a reason why you got that message. So there you go. Yes. Oh, thank you. Many blessings, Yasmin. Yeah, you are so welcome, Patty. Thank you for calling in. Good luck with the herbs. Send me an email when you've got the herbs up and running and I can uh, take a look. It sounds fascinating. All right, we have to go to a break now, but I will be back after the break. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Find out what's happening in the skies. Welcome back to Astrology with Yasmin. Hey. 
Hello, everybody, and welcome back. We're going to be taking more calls, but I just want to tell you about what's happening this month. There's a very, very big thing happening on the February the 17th. We are going to have Saturn squaring Uranus. Ah, that's actually a big deal. So Saturn is the planet of hard news and hard lessons and very old and conservative. Uranus is the planet of change and radical turnarounds and freedom and awakenings and progressiveness, okay? So what we're going to get this month is this clash, this clash. Now, there is a sense it can be people who are completely sick and tired of being in lockdown, busting out, ripping off their masks and saying, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. There could be a bit of that around. Um, you know, can't really blame people. Some people are going to go and be crazy. I'm not. I'm, I'm a law-abiding citizen. I'm not condoning that behaviour. All I'm saying is there could be some people doing that. There could be people just going stir-crazy in their own house without actually busting out and breaking the law. And there could be people who are just saying, you know what, I'm over this. I, I feel so trapped, you know, and I've got to do something. And they might do illegal things like, you know, have parties or go to the countryside and where they're not supposed to and stuff like that. So there's a bit of that around. There can be some sort of rude awakenings, old news that you knew was coming, suddenly making you go, ping, oh, my God, now I'm waking up to X, Y or Z. Um, you know, it's a pretty big, uh, pretty big month. And it's a month to very much be, to live consciously, which means think about what you're doing. Think about, um, think about what you're doing, who you're doing it with, who you're doing it to, you know, are you being reasonable? Are you being, do you, are you, acting with an integrity, and are you uh, acting like a grown-up? There are a couple of things to bear in mind this month, you know. Hopefully the vaccine will be rolling out for those people who want a vaccine, and uh, that would be good. All right, so I'm going to go back to the lines, and I'm going to take another call from another state that I have not taken many calls from. And this will be uh, Susan on line eight, who was born in North Carolina. Are you there, Susan? Yes. Hello. I am here. <laughs> Hello. So now tell me, is it, how do you say it, Albemarle or Albemarle? Uh, it's pronounced Albemarle, but I actually live in Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay, you know, that's fine. I'm doing your birth chart based on where you were born. All right. right. So, Susan, have you had your chart done before? Um, just by myself. Okay. Just so, look, you know, yeah, looking you it up, looking it up on my own. Right. You're a Capricorn? Yes. With um, Scorpio rising? Yes. Just let me look at one thing. I just want to see one thing. Um, yeah. So you're a Scorpio with Capricorn rising. Sorry, you're a Capricorn with Scorpio rising and a Pisces moon. Yes. You relate to all that? 
Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right. Okay. So do you have a question for me today or do you just want a general catch up? Um, just a general catch up and I I do um I'm interested in the south and the north nodes in my chart as well as Pluto and Uranus in my eleventh house. Okay, all right. All right, so let's have a look. So you have the south node in your third house and the north node, therefore, because the north node is always uh, in the exact opposite, your north node is in your um, ninth house. Now, what does this mean? Very good question. So looking at the nodes, your Let's let's actually start with the north node because the north node, and no, let's start with the south node. So your south node is in your third house and your north node is in your ninth house. So now this is basically one of the big messages for you um, based on that placement. You might like to fill your life up with chatter and even a bit of gossip. But what will really make you happy is really truthful, deep communication. How does that sound? That sounds on track. Right, yeah. So basically as well, once we're all allowed out of confinement, travel a long way away will always do you really good. And it might push your boundaries a bit. Maybe it's easier to stay at home, but travel will always be really good for you. All right. So what's the situation in uh, the United States at the moment? Are you guys all locked down or you're not locked down or what, are, what what's going on? Yes, we have restrictions, um, but we're still, you know, doing the mask and going out. There's at current, there's there's not a curfew, I don't think. Um, my husband keeps up with that more than myself, but um, but still, we're practicing safety measures um, with the mask and the you know the sanitizer and and all those things. And um, are you, uh, people are still going to work and on public transport you, and all that. You're, yeah, you're not really locked. Yeah, because I'm in London, right. England. We basically. I mean, we are allowed out of the house to exercise once a day, but nobody's going, the kids aren't going to school, the shops are all shut, it's like lockdown. Oh, so okay. anyway, no. the, the bottom line for you, Susan, is that when you can get away, go yes. somewhere exciting, it will always be good for you. Okay. All right. Um, are you a bit of a all stay right. at home? Do you like to stay at home or you like to travel? Um, I would very much like to travel a distance. Um, I've actually, for some reason, took my passport out recently and set it ah, out, and I had my good. husband to a, a, apply for his passport just last week, and um, we, I, we'd very much both like to, you know, travel a distance. It will really do you good. So as for your uh, Uranus-Pluto conjunction in your 11th house, which actually happens to be on your career line as well, do you work? 
Um, I'm an artist, and I'm just actually getting back into artwork. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, the thing is, you can really shock and surprise people with your work. Have you got a website, Susan? No, not yet. <laughs> you need a website. You, you should be able to, you can sell online. You've got the planet of online marketing, which I'm always going on, but I obviously attract people who've got this. You've got the planet, digital planet Uranus on your MC, which is your career line. So, as well as shocking and surprising people with your art, you can also um, sell online. Right. All right. All right. So would you like a card? I certainly would. And the North, you was going to um, answer a question about the North Node in my, uh, or that had to do with the travel. Okay, I see. Yeah, no, the tra travel and study will always be really good for you. Okay. Yes, I would keep love a card. Your, keep opening your mind. Oh, interesting. So funny. Look what she got. Those of you watching on Facebook. Actually, Susan, you got the South Node card. Don't let your past hold you back, funnily enough. <laughs> so, you know, very important that as you relaunch your artistic career, don't let the past hold you back. Do things differently. All righty. Okay. okay. Have a think about that to okay. see what it means to you. It'll probably start to make more sense. But what it actually, I mean, it's like, uh, whatever you're going through, there's a chance that age-old programming and conditioning is stopping you from achieving all that you might. Uh, just make sure you're not in any toxic situations. And uh, when you get this card, you're being challenged to make some changes. Yes, that makes sense. Yes, good. <laughs> all right. All right, well, thanks for calling in, Susan. Call back when you've Thank got a you, website Edmund. and we can, uh, we can sell some of your art. Okay. I'm still developing it. That's why I'm not – I haven't went to uh, creating a website yet because I'm still developing my art, but it's, it's coming along very well. Good. I can't wait to see it. Okay. Thank you, Yasmin. All right. Thanks for calling in. Lots of love. Thanks for calling in. All right, so before we take another call, I just want to talk a little bit more about uh, the month ahead. I thought you might like to know the most romantic night of the month. Now, again, here in lockdown, I can't say it's that romantic because, you know, I'm, I'm locked in with my husband and my 14-year-old son, so, you know, I can't really be too romantic with my beloved husband apart from we, you know, hold hands on the couch and all that. It's very, very romantic. Um, but February the 10th, pretty much wherever you are in the world, although in Australia, February the 11th might be the one, really. February the 10th, or if you're down under February the 11th, it's the most romantic night of the month. So make sure you get out there and enjoy some romance. Now, you might be saying, oh, but hang on, that's just before Valentine's Day. What about Valentine's night? The truth is that Valentine's night is going to be quite good for talking, which is not really that surprising for those of us in lockdown together. We can't really do anything more than chit-chat, can we, because of uh, being locked, out, locked in together. Um, but 
actually, by the time we get to February the 14th, we'll be picking up some of the uh, rather challenging Saturn square Uranus vibes as well. So I would make hay while the sun shines on February 11, 12, uh, sorry, 10 or 11, get in the good romance then, and then just don't put too much pressure on yourself on on, uh, on the 14th because it might be a little bit tricky. Um, it might just not be that easy. All right, so let's take another call because uh, why not? I'm going to go this time to Ginny on line six because Ginny was born on the same day as a friend of mine, actually, 13th February, and uh, is in Honolulu in Hawaii. Are you there, Ginny? Yes, hello. Hello. Nice to talk to you, I wish Ginny. I was still in Hawaii now. I am not. <laughs> I was born there. Where are you now? Virginia. Wow. What took you across the country like that? My uh, my father was in the Navy. So when I was born, he was stationed uh, in Honolulu. So yeah. have, you, did you, have you grown up in Virginia? Yes. Okay. So you basically popped out in Hawaii, but you've grown up in Virginia. Absolutely. Right. I like to claim yes. I like to claim the Hawaiian roots, but they're not yes. authentic. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, my dad was in the army, in the British Army, and I was born in uh, Germany, but I grew up in Hobart, Tasmania, in Australia. So you know, I I feel you. I feel you on that. <laughs> so, Ginny, have you had your chart done before? I have. Okay, so you know you're an Aquarius sun with Gemini rising and a Sagittarius moon. Yeah. All right, so what would you like to know about today, Madame? Um, I guess it's a little multifaceted, really. Um, I have kind of taken on a lot during um, these crazy COVID times. I keep, I jokingly refer to myself as a psychopath, like, who wants to make this a more challenging time? Apparently me. I started a new job and um, recently got accepted to a master's degree program. <laughs> and what do you, what do you, what's of, your line of work? I am a um, crime victim advocate. I work mainly with um, people who are either children or adults who experience um, physical and sexual abuse. All right. And what's it called? What's that? You said it's a something or other advocate. A victim advocate. Mm -hmm. Okay, right. Right, interesting. I'm just interested to know because of how it relates to your chart. Okay, so it does actually suit your chart very well. So, okay, so what's your question then about all that? I guess. Are you um, alone? Right. I, I've been experiencing a lot of um, anxiety that kind of, will um, represent um, outwardly as bursts of anger um, and really just kind of general frustration. Um, so I guess, is there some sort of end in sight or what could help me sort of ground myself um, based on my planetary alignments? And also, um, is this a good time for taking on as many things as I've taken on? <laughs> 
Okay. All right. So really, really good questions there, Ginny. Um, the first thing I should say is that there is definitely um, hope in sight because the February 11 new moon is going to be taking place at 23 degrees of Aquarius and your sun is at 25 degrees of Aquarius. So you've basically got a new start coming. Okay, so um, as I said to a previous caller, I can't remember what it was, but she had something big happening on the February on February the 11th in her chart, New Moon somewhere. It might have been her career zone. I can't remember now. But for you, it's really your whole life. So you need to really think, what is it I? How do I want to change my life? What do I want to restart? What do I want mm -hmm. for myself? Okay, so that's going to be a big, big thing for you. That'll be something to do on fe Thursday, February 11. And I do a free Facebook Live um, on every new moon anyway, so you can do that. Um, as okay. for the anger, it's very interesting you say that because, um, in fact, you've got a couple of things going on in your chart which could be kind of making you angry, so to speak, or bringing your anger to your attention, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. first is the Chiron, the wounded healer, um, is actually going over your Mars very, very soon. Let me mm. just see when that's going to happen. Um, but you'll already be feeling this, okay? So it's a really, really good time for you to be healing any issues you have around anger. If you know that you've got anger issues at the moment, it's the time to go and see, talk to a counsellor or a therapist mm -hmm. or, you know, like if you if you ring up an anger management person or you look up anger management on the internet, you'll find loads and loads of people. And it might just be you have three conversations and you're, you know, you, you feel all fixed up. But it's definitely a really, really good time to be healing any issues you have around anger and working out where they've come from, you know. Like, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are experiencing a lot of anger as well. Um, astrologically, though, the other thing that's kind of going on in your chart is that you have Mars, the planet of anger, transiting Mars. So that's Mars up in the skies right now, not your birth chart, um, in your 12th house. And that is okay. basically repressed anger it's anger that you're burying so you know that's not going to help either you know <laughs> so i would be careful i would be i would be really taking this quite seriously not because you're going to explode you know not because anything bad's going to happen but the fact that you're experiencing angry outbursts and uh, mm -hmm. you've got Chiron on your natal <clears throat> Mars and you've got transiting Mars in your 12th house. To me, it's like, yeah, no, this is not just nothing. This is something like the universe is saying, and now you've called me, and the universe is saying to you, this is the time for you to deal with your anger. Okay. That makes you know? a lot of sense. And, and, and normally, yeah. you know, um, normally when people have angry outbursts, um, it's related to something. And it may well be that you've taken on too much or it may well be you've got concerns about something or it may well be you just, you know, like I was saying before, this 2021 is a year of I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. And it might just be because you've <laughs> got COVID restrictions or it might be because, you know, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you just need to get to the bottom of it and in uh, in, in in sort of unravelling it, you will you will be able to work with it so rather than it kind kind of coming up and surprising you it's a really really okay. good time for you to be doing it okay okay and i know that's good. it's and not I have very actually... nice to be told that but um <laughs> you know it's good you called because you know yeah it can just be three three phone calls to a counselor and you get it and it's done mm -hmm. 
Well, I actually scheduled a, um, I was seeing a counselor and then I kind of stopped. Um, and here recently, just with how I've been feeling, I was like, I think I just need to go back. That needs to be a little bit more consistent. So that makes sense. <laughs> very, very good idea. Oh my God. And you got the card that came up uh, for someone else. Uh, on today's show, you got the full moon in Virgo card. You are good enough. You are good enough. So if that's been an mm -hmm. issue for you, try to let that go. You are good enough. And you know, you know, intuitively, I feel well. I wonder if you're taking on too much because you're trying to prove that you're good enough. You know, whereas you yeah. are actually good enough. Yeah, it's funny that I got that card because when you read it for the last caller, I got, you know, that, that spot in your gut that tells you <laughs> something for you. I was like, oh, that resonates with me so much. So that's just confirmation. Yes. So I think you know exactly what to do, Susan. Uh, Ginny, you sound very well put together there, so I think you'll be fine. Well, thank you, Yasmin. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you for calling in. All right, so let's have a look. We have uh, not very much time left. Let's see, what have we got about mm, four minutes? You know what I'm going to do? I'm actually just going to pull a card. First of all, I'm going to pull a card for everybody who's listening. I'm going to pull a card for everybody who's listening right now or on the rebroadcast. I don't think I did one already. Did I do one already? Anyway, there's another one if you need. Oh. Right, interesting. The new moon in Virgo, a time to give rather than take. So whatever you're wondering about, it's a time to give. So instead of saying, what can I get out of this situation? Think, what can I give to this situation? And then eventually the good karma will come back to you. And I'm going to do, um, I'm going to just take one more call. Let's just try one more call. Let's try uh kelly on line one kelly on line one are you there miss kelly hello yes i am here hello how are you today i'm doing very well tell me what you would like me to look at because we don't have a lot of time um it just basically um just about family stuff i'm trying to kind of gain custody of my children and just trying to, you know, see where it kind of stands and how I could best, like, support the situation. Okay. All right. Okie dokie. Yeah, no, I mean, it's funny because all the action in your chart is taking place in your fifth house, which is the house of children. Um, mm. Mercury's going backwards in this part of your chart now. So if you're mm -hmm. hoping to renegotiate the current terms of the custody, now is the time to do it. Um, I mean, I would just say, you know, obviously all parents want the best for their kids. So, you know, aim, aim for an outcome. Like forget about trying to get one over your ex and aim for mm -hmm. an outcome that's going to be, you know, really strong, the strongest and most stable situation for them and that you can do, that you can do with all integrity. All right? Yeah, for sure. And uh, now's a really definitely a good time for you to be um, uh, 
renegotiating the terms of your agreement with your ex, yeah? Yeah. And I send you a card, and you actually got an interesting card. You got meditate and contemplate. So to me, mm. what that says is that um, you really you really need to kind of go within and think, okay, what is the best thing for everybody concerned? Because I'm sure when you're in the middle of a custody battle, all you can think of is what you want. Um, yeah, for you sure. Know, to me, that card is saying, yes, of course you have to think about what's best for you, but think about what's best for the children as well and think about and, and take your ex into account, you know, because yeah. the more passion you can bring into the situation, the better. Um, the, card, the card actually also says the situation is being healed, so that's a really good sign. Yeah. And, uh, and the other thing it says is it's time to surrender to the divine. So one of the best mm. things you can do right now is literally just say to yourself silently or out loud, I surrender this situation to the divine. And trust that the divine is going to, you know, serve the best for you and your children, you know. Yeah. And uh, avoid being deceptive, you know. Don't don't try anything sneaky because it might backfire. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I definitely agree. I really do appreciate so, it. Thank you. There you go. There you go. But, you know, for you, the next new moon is actually going to be in your fifth house to do with home and family. So, you know, it might be on the February the 11th will be a really good time for you to kind of just start to, you know, make some wishes and set some intentions around what you want for your family in the coming years. Yeah, I was trying to do some meditating the other day and I kind of kept telling like it's you just have to keep believing, you know, and that's kind of what I kept on feeling like. So it kind of all makes sense. The highest good for everyone concerned. Okay, I'm really sorry, but that's it. The show is done Um, for another week. Sorry to have to cut you off there. Go for the highest good for all concerned. And thank you, everyone who called in. Thank you to everyone who I couldn't speak to. I'm really sorry. And I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 